0: Need more people to share their own stories now than ever i'm recording for the nth time today i don't remember how how many times i've been doing this now and it, i think it's because i wasn't sure what i'd talk about in this episode and i know i know you have unique stories to share so if you feel like contributing to this podcast just just reach out to me and and let's talk about it i'm not very prepared for for that yet but we'll see what happens but welcome back welcome back to tread on the heights now if you hear noises again um i'm so sorry i'm recording this at home and you know what it's like when you record at home um but i'm sorry in advance but still thank you for for still listening to this week's episode so when my when my sister and i were kids our only treasure at home was our television It was where all magic happens when, you know, we we watch, whenever we would watch our favorite shows because we'd get inspired and entertained. And then that's where our our dreams began. It was a treasure for us also because we we only get to have television at home for a time being. Like whenever there's a new TV at, at home, we would anticipate it to be there temporarily. Mm, because we weren't raised by wealthy parents, so you know what happens when it's hard to um, make ends meet for parents. In our case, they'd sell the television, and we'd wait until we get our finances back on track until until we could buy a new one. So that's that's her television story. But I mentioned that because uh, well, what I like about the idea of television back then is that it opens opportunities for. For many people, for for, un, for the underrated ones, especially most especially, it was one of the best platforms for someone nobody knew about to finally stand out, because they were discovered for their for their talents, their competence in a field of study, or notoriety even. <laughs> this is funny, but I remember thinking to myself when I was uh, during those those years that the fulfillment of someone's dream is when they appear on tv and i think it's because i think it's because i my dream one of my dreams back then was to appear on tv i had a lot of dreams back then like any young person right who had a ton of dreams uh but you know what it's like now in our time it's totally different with the rise of social media you could imagine how thousands of of people could get viral across the globe in just one day, for doing something so funny and, and witty and, and or remarkable and in such times, you don't need to, you know, appear to, you don't need to wait to be on television anymore. If you believe you have the guts to be on screen, by all means, inspire people with your talent or share your voice because there's YouTube, there's Facebook, there's TikTok, and all other platforms. When I was super active on social media, I I admired people for the way they lay down their their arguments over a trending story or a news or a social issue. You'd read this post from someone and realize that this person was right when he said that. And then you'd find another post that says something against that statement you just read, and then you gain a new perspective. You'd be like, Oh, this what she said also makes sense. It was when I realized how the world is, is full of intelligent and wise people, people possessing knowledge on important issues, of course, thanks to social media. A couple of years ago, I joined a summer camp and I was teammates with other young women who were very confident in their roles in the society. Um, women of course that you'd look up to. They had so much to contribute to the team. Meanwhile, I couldn't even serve the volleyball properly. That's that's that was so fun that's so funny, but that was very embarrassing at the time. I would I was so stunned by the way um, the young women during the, the volleyball competition played so well it's like they were they were really good at it my journey of getting my identity restored in Christ is a completely different story but the reason I'm sharing this is that I realize how someone could be so competent and and yet so arrogant I'm not only speaking about other people or about the people I, I met in the summer camp but I thought about it um just recently and realized how it makes so much sense now because I had a season of being so insecure about being a college dropout and I was uncomfortable in my own skin I I thought I'd only feel confident if I get a college degree and I couldn't understand why God was you know obstructing my plans when when my colleagues or my peers were you know just going on with their lives while, well, um, while well, I couldn't even last two years at a job, and I, I realized that it was God um, protecting me from, from myself, from being full of myself, from from me thinking so highly of myself. God really has his his own ways, and. That summer town it was it was full of talented people people you'd be friends with and grow fond of of course people you'd love but it also had mean people uh, I know there's no place with only perfect people in it but I learned that I I learned how knowledge too much knowledge if if not stewarded well could eventually lead to to pride and arrogance. Anyone could be very wise or knowledgeable about something if they want to, but knowledge, if if it's a if I acquire knowledge only for the sake of acquiring knowledge, I could become so full of myself without realizing it. And All of us could become so competent given the resources we have in our time. We could find whatever we need with just one click. We could all become educated with our formal education. She's amazing, right? Uh, Also, I learned that, but I learned that if I want to be different, the only thing that would separate me from, from this pool of the competent and the wise is my heart. Yeah, my heart. Let's say I do well at public speaking, or writing, or doing voiceovers. Let's say I speak so well. But how much love do I have for people? Just to be clear, I I don't do public speaking. I'm not good at it. I have a friend who is just so good at public speaking. I so admire that person. Yeah, those were just examples. Let's say I do well with, with those things. But how much... How big is my heart for for people? How much love do I have for people? How much love do I have for God who created me and supplied me with all these skills? And I am so thankful to to the Lord for His grace and for for giving me such realizations. If, If not for those questions, I don't know. At times, I feel like it would be better for me to be, to just be ignorant than to be wise and knowledgeable and become arrogant in the process because I sure will fail to steward it. Especially when you don't trust yourself enough, right? You know that you could be in danger for, um, in my case, being so good at something or being so wise or knowledgeable about something. But the Apostle Paul in his first letter to the Corinthians in chapter 8 said this was when he talked about sacrificing food to idols, which also is another story. Well, the First Corinthians is known for its you know scriptures about love and faith. It was where you could find first the, the famous First Corinthians chapter 13 where where love is, is defined and This is somehow related to this. It mentioned there that even if I have faith um, that can move mountains, if I do not have love, then I am nothing. Even if I possess all knowledge, then... Or if if I do not have love, then I am nothing. But I want to share with you um, what what I... what I found from chapter 8 of 1 Corinthians, it said they are not about food sacrificed to idols. We know that we all possess knowledge, but knowledge puffs up while love builds up. We, we see here how, how knowledge is differentiated, is, is separated from, from love. Knowledge puffs up, it causes knowledge could cause anyone to be arrogant, or it could lead to pride. Whereas love builds up. On the succeeding verses, it said, "Those who think they know something do not yet know. But whoever loves God is known by God." I love this. Um, on the same translation of 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 NIV of the New International Version, it, there was a note there that says, "In the early manuscript, it said." But whoever loves truly knows. And it, it's amazing because it makes us realize that even if we know about many things, but we do not know the things of God, then we don't really know that much. The Apostle Paul is such a great example of, of being knowledgeable, yet so loving, right? He had complete knowledge of the law of God, yet he wrote and reminded the church so profoundly about love and it's amazing how it becomes possible to be full of love when you look to Jesus while acquiring all knowledge if not having enough knowledge to answer anyone who questions my faith is any issue at all if i am if i'm so rooted in god's love i can never not possess knowledge i realize that well god taught me that thank god when i understand how god loves me so deeply then i learn to love him and i get to learn to do that every day and that love is is manifested before people and i help build people up with that with that kind of love And that kind of love surpasses all arguments. That kind of love changes prideful perspectives with grace. I thought that if I make love as my ultimate goal and and seeking to be knowledgeable and wise because God understands that I need wisdom and knowledge. If I look to Jesus and and take love as my ultimate goal, then He would protect me from becoming so puffed up. He would protect me from myself.